the perfect description of marriage and <laughs> sections of marriage. <laughs> okay, uh, minute 34 for Russia with Love. I'm Brian. I'm Brad. And this is the podcast that takes the smoothest, suavest, most debonair spy franchise there is and shakes it out one minute at a time. Never stirred because this is Bond. Minute Bond. And, well, one, it might be dangerous to ask you this considering you're married, <laughs> but you want to expound on that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there there are times in every relationship where one person is busy, one person is bored. So they kind of start, you know, kind of pushing a little bit. Um, and basically the first 30 seconds are, are uh, Ali Kareem Bay's significant other or person in the room that is the opposite sex of him <laughs> basically says his name three times and kind of makes flirtatious movements and Kareem Bay is looking at some kind of dossier some kind of folder not sure if it's business or if it's you know like a political folder or whatever so he's looking at that just saying you know hey I'm yes or she says uh do I am I do I not please you anymore or something to that effect he's or are you not happy to see me he's like oh I'm overjoyed like in a really straight monotone kind of way because he's still reading his dossier so she then comes over rubs on his shoulders a little bit uh says something uh, do I no longer please you and it's just one of those things like oh, you can see I'm busy <laughs> I know what you're trying to do <laughs> essentially and i won't mention what it is so they have to google the characters if you don't know but essentially she is roy kent and he is keely jones <laughs> yes or vice vice versa right no he's roy he's roy kent she's keely jones i'll cut this out but <laughs> I, I, I remember now yeah because it's the episode with um, angels and demons and oh the knights templar oh. <laughs> And I, she, she she just got her new job as whatchamacallit, yeah, the new, she's HR rep or whatever. She just got that new job when she does it remotely. Not yet. Oh, not or yet. Or wait, 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 the HR job, maybe. I, th I thought you meant funding her own new company. No, not yet. What is it? <laughs> I will say, I don't know if this will be in the episode, but him complimenting the book was my insult to the book. Of like, damn it, the chapter's like five pages long. There's a new fucking gun being pulled every end of the chapter. Just... Give me some meat. Yeah. And Dan Brown is I didn't Dan Brown's it. really good about all that. He's he's really good at leaving every chapter off on a cliffhanger because he does that. I've I've read four or five of his books. Yeah. I I would like that. Like that's that's just a good thing to do, but fucking hate the short chapters. Yeah. Cause then it, it just happens too much for my liking. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this is yeah. a soap and opera. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like five chapters. You finally get back to that that cliffhanger. And at first you're like, wait, what cliffhanger? Was oh, yes, I remember now after like the first like paragraph. And then he like comes and you, oh, okay, I get a resolution. But here's another cliffhanger. You're just like, now I got to wait five more chapters to get there. And then by like, there's like 10 chapters left the book. They all come together all at one time, just smash together. Mm -hmm. He does that in all of his almost all his books good for him whatever <laughs> get <Yeah>. your bag bro <laughs> yeah. then tom hanks kills it <laughs> killed that whole franchise yeah quick <laughs> um well now they have a tv show yeah yeah on peacock they have which... a tv show and there's a third tom hanks one coming now oh is it really the tv show was decent uh, they were they were ripping through that book like i didn't know how they were going to make it 
how they're gonna make a full season because we were on episode three and we were like halfway done with the book i'm like oh <laughs> shit although i guess it's not the most uh unprecedented thing because i know there was the um queen latifah equalizer tv show and now they're making a third equalizer with denzel usually when there's a tv show i'm like okay well the movies are dead they're right? dead yeah it's either but, dead or on life support but uh yeah this is a this is an interesting minute because i originally i was gonna be like you know what i like it they're they're letting her be the uh provocateur provocative that's the great perfect word because i was gonna say the uh everyone's consenting but she's a predator (laughs) i didn't know how to say that uh but then uh, at a certain point i was like oh this is again shocker this is a male fantasy (laughs) like i want to be doing this podcast and have uh a lady who looks like that crawling around out of view and be like daddy (laughs) oh wow okay we went there Well, you know, I, makes- of course I would want that, but in reality, I'd be like, Jesus fucking Christ, boundaries, yeah. you're really hot, but this is the 30th fucking time I've been trying to record the 34th minute of From Russia with Love, and just, there, there's nothing in the tank. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> you know, you, reality you, you, versus- you saying that just made me think of that TikTok. Um, it's a relatively popular TikTok with um, a girl asking her boyfriend, like, how would you introduce yourself to my dad? He, he steps out the door, comes back in. It's like, hi, or was it? Hi, dad. I think we need to s- separate our names because she calls me daddy also. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's super funny. If I can find it, I'll send it to you. Uh... But it, I, I saw it on Facebook. I saw it on Twitter. So I know it was making its rounds. It was it was really funny. But um, I... you just saying that made me think of that. <laughs> <laughs> um oh man it was kind of the thing like uh you know this is a fantasy i would love the idea of this but like five minutes into a relationship if someone's not doing following a passion of theirs i'm like what do you want to do do it go do it like i'm i while i'm following my own dreams i can't help but like i guess tell them to be a little too busy for me you know (laughs) you know what i mean uh, and, 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 and this is my opinion. I'm not a, I'm not a therapist or any kind of professional. In my opinion, you have to have, you have to have independent lives, but you also have to have together. So you, we both people need to have, you know, things that they want to accomplish in life and strive to do so with um, still coming together at the end kind of thing. Like you have your professional career. I have my professional career, but at night or, you know, on our off time, you know, we're together and we're happy. If you don't have those independent, like things that you're striving for i think you're gonna think you're gonna grow apart because you're just gonna spend too much time together so yeah i'm not 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 a professional so i'm just my my opinion on life put it this i'm I'm being on both sides of that i would put it this way a uh a relationship is kind of like a boat that uh whose wood is not waterproof but each person having their own like healthy life that's just theirs which like not keeping them separate but like actually can they take care of themselves and don't put it all into the relationship is like adding a nice steel (laughs) part to their half of the boat and if both (laughs) people don't have it eventually that boat's gonna sink (laughs) i I like your boat analogy so i'm gonna i'm gonna take it one step further it's like it's like one one side's you both have oars one side's not rowing and one side is so you start turning instead of going down instead of going down the down the riverfront you're heading towards the beach I almost thought of doing uh, oars instead of my dumb metal fucking thing, but I was like, wait, then you wouldn't sink. Yeah. 
but I like but my, yours better. Yours mine, is the one I was shore. trying to get to. <laughs> you're going to shore, and one of you getting off. One, well, somebody's getting off that boat, <laughs> um, which is conveniently why me and my wife are never going ki- doubles kayaking again. Because we just, we just did zigzags instead of going straight. Because one of us was rowing the boat, the other one was only rowing sometimes. And talking about how sometimes you're just not interested in engaging in uh, sexual activities with your wife, and then just shit all over her rowing, rowing ability. She, no, this, she is, knows. this is great. Yeah, she knows. <laughs> It was, um, it was just it was it was funny but she knows that if we ever go kayaking it'll be singles kayak and one of us will be doing circles and one of us won't be <laughs> all right so just so i understand this is the woman from earlier right yes but you said they weren't having sex because um, her thought, her being so horned up like this has got me confused <laughs> i thought they were i thought they were playing chess i thought there was a chess board so i thought i thought i remembered them playing chess and it's probably another movie ah, okay. um because i get all these it seems like i'm getting all these mixed up now that we're focusing on one of them but i Don't thought you. she was play, i thought they were playing chess um so once she left the room but i guess that is a different one Dude, I do that so fucking much. I've been thinking for the last five years, like, man, I just wish Guillermo del Toro had done Hellboy 3 instead of choosing to do Pacific Rim 2 because Pacific Rim 2 didn't do anything. Or, you know, it didn't end up being with him. Uh, And then somebody was like, that didn't happen. I was like, what? And I like searched for a while and I found out it was not Hellboy 3. It was uh, Justice League Dark <laughs> that he almost did. Oh. I was like, Jesus Christ, I've been just silently. My brain mixes up movies so much that I've been like, fuck, I've been angry, low-key angry at Guillermo del Toro for not having Hellboy 3 for no reason. <laughs> okay, so he did Hellboy 1 and 2 then? Yeah, and then they never made the third one. They rebooted it with the guy from Stranger Things and that movie's crap. I mean, the first movie that Guillermo del Toro did great, but yeah. the so, second wait, one isn't Pacific Rim Uprising. Isn't the one that the people liked? Well, uh, the first one is the I, better I just, one. I just watched the first one like two weeks ago because that has the that has what's his name from um, Sons of Anarchy. The second one has John Boyega, and it's good. Um, but it's it's just not the same. Um, and it's directed by Stephen Denight, who did the first season of Marvel's Daredevil. Why is it listed here? Is, is uh, Guillermo del Toro in it or what? Well, he produced it, I'm sure. He developed oh, the story. Um, a follow-up for Charlie Day's character was like straight up Guillermo del Toro's uh, idea. The story he did in the sequel. Okay. Yeah. Well, because I just Googled uh, del Toro movies and Pacific Rim Uprising was is on the list of underneath his movies. Action movies starring Guillermo del Toro. And yeah, it says it's... Pacific Rim Uprising, Blade 2, Sicario. So I thought maybe it was in it. <laughs> this dress, and it might, honestly, it might just be the angle that she's being filmed in at the beginning of this minute, but it's reminding me of the dress of the uh, married woman in Casino Royale who gets killed and put in the hammock because she has a very similar, uh, not the color, but I think the wow. fabric and especially, I mean, how it specifically how it's cut, which sounds weird. Yeah. Um, um, I and, wouldn't be, I wouldn't per- be. And also sounds pervy. I'll just but. yeah no I, I wasn't gonna go there but um, i wanted to own it because even though i wasn't trying to be i'm talking about uh, yeah. the angle we're looking down her clear, you know sounds fucking um, weird <laughs> i'm gonna say it might be just because especially during the daniel craig era 
they pulled a lot from the past. They pulled a lot from like little things, super minute things from previous Bond movies. So I wouldn't be surprised if they look back at this movie, which is, you know, a lot of people's Sean Connery's favorite Bond. This one is? This one. Yeah. Nice. I, I think it's my favorite. I think, but I think the next movie, Golden, or oh, what is it? Not Goldmember. I keep wanting to say Goldmember. 